This episode contains discussion that some listeners may find distressing. If you need support, please don't be afraid to reach out to professional health agencies in your area. In Australia, you can contact Beyond Blue at any time on 1300 224636. Please take care. You once said to me that your kids saved your life, but it makes no sense to me because kids means you procreated with a female lady. So when did you get into a hetero relationship and why? So it was late. I can remember I didn't want to be gay. She was my best friend's little sister, so I'd known her my whole life. Okay. So you do do live two lives when you're like, I'd still, my parents hadn't cut me off. I still saw my family and school friends, Yeah. but then I also lived a totally different life. When you say you didn't want to be gay, what does that what does that mean? Well, I, I would have preferred not to have been gay. Life, I thought, would have been easier for me if I just could have followed the normal, traditional, ha- happily get married, have children with a wife okay. and do all of that. Yeah. But that's it's a different time now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, back then it would have been a lot more risk involved, I assume, as well, with coming out. Yeah, I don't know. Was it illegal then still? I can't remember. Well, we're, actually, Victoria's about to celebrate 40 years, isn't it, to be decriminalised? Really? And I think they were the first state, yeah. All right, 40 years really isn't that long. Andy will know that question. Is that true? Is it 40 years? Look, it's not that long, yeah. but I still remember. It still wasn't acceptable. I've told you that before. When I was growing up, gay men were being thrown off the cliffs at the end of Bondi. They were being bashed in beats. So beats oh were where God. gay men would go into parks to... Okay. Suck each other's sticks in the behind the bushes, so straight people were targeting that and then killing them. It was a, and the cops didn't care. Well, we always knew they knew. Yeah, told you when we'd walk home those nights as a fifteen-year-old. Sometimes I'd be scared to leave the cross Oxford Street. There's like a few, and if you walk, we'd walk in a single file. We wouldn't walk in a group because three or four young gay guys in spiky boots with punk look, I don't know, whatever you were into that time. New yeah. romantics, we had baggies and big hair. Yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah, they would target you and beat people up. So what did the single file do to protect you from that? Well, you're less likely to be harassed by a car of dudes if you're on your own. One weirdo just walking with the head down looks a lot different uh, to four okay. guys having fun walking down the street. Because when you're with yeah. your friends, you have fun, you laugh, you dance. You bring attention so that, to yourself. You bring attention yeah. to yourself. So one guy on their own would would less likely to draw attention. So you'd follow each other as a single file, be, miles behind each other. Yeah. Yeah, but still watch out for each other to get home to. Because yeah. we had to then go to Redfern, which wasn't always a safe area. Yeah. Taxis wouldn't go there in, when I was a kid. I remember you saying They were racist. Once. They were scared of the Indigenous people that lived there. Oh, okay. And that's what it was. It was basically racism against Aboriginal people yeah. that live there. We never had any problem with them, but we also didn't swear at them or call them names. Yeah, or so did, yeah, call so, yeah. I remember you saying to me once that you were lucky you survived the 80s and 90s as a gay person. Did, now I'm realising there's a lot more than just HIV, because that's what you originally said. Like, well, that's, I mean, that's, oh no, that's, what, that's kind of what I mean. I think if I was young... Stupid enough to think when you're young, you're, nothing's going to hurt you. Mm. So, yes, I would have had unprotected sex with men that I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But then the fear of like being on the streets as well, of people oh, beating you up you. and killing you. Yeah. yeah, correct. You're right. Yeah. It all plays a role, doesn't it? It's like that's all fronts. That's not just one, like an illness that could have gotten you. That was also a society that could have. 
Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, you know what? Gay men, 50-year-old plus gay men are probably lucky that we're... There's any of us here. You're yes. probably right when you say that. Yeah. Fuck. That's fucked. That's... I mean... Um, yeah, but you know what it's not... It, it, what's worse is there's still people in the world... I was in South Africa and I told you that. You, you're going down to visit people that are living in tin sheds that have been cast and unemployed or let go to uni because of the scarlet of their skin. We're yeah. still doing that to people today. Yeah, so that's yeah. no different. That's look what we're doing to trans people. They're the highest killed people at the moment in the under the LGBT. Yeah. I mean no like, one cares. Oh well. I mean to a much lesser extent, I had my the closest probably running I could have with this as a straight man. We were in a we were on a road trip just the other week, and we're getting our nails painted in a salon because <laughs> we thought it was fun. And the, every single person doing a double take on the outside window with a look of disgust on their face. Not just the double take of "Oh, look at those boys having fun in there." That's weird. We didn't see that often. Just a look of old, like all the men, all the women looking and going, Ugh. and it just that's probably the closest I'll I'll get to feeling like what would what. It's, yeah, it, it, it just it's baffling to me that even now it's still going on. But from what you've experienced, I see they're obviously so much more intense. Mike, what are we getting serious for? I know. When, when, sorry, when, cut it all out, Andy. We don't need it here. Happen? Yeah, but I just did not think about the fact that there was. Well, I thought my that. children saved me because I would have convinced because I knew people that got HIV that died. Like when I was just starting to have. Babies, mm. you know, this is the late eighties. Jay was born nineteen ninety. Yeah, there was a lot of people dying okay. from HIV. I yes. suppose it's a circle of people you know. Yeah. yeah. Did you have many friends from back then? Or? I worked and had. F- yes, I did. Yeah. Do you still have them to this now? Day? No, because when you're when you're twenty and have a baby, your life changes. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't going down no Oxford Street dancing at yeah. three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I still used to take my kids out a lot and do a lot, but you can't take a kid down Oxford Street. You could take them to a club, yeah. No, yeah. You could try. I mean, I probably ta- did. Well, look, I've taken them to pubs. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. The first house I rented, the back fence went into the beer garden at a place called the Pine Inn, <laughs> which is in the inner west of Sydney, and we had so many fence panels kicked out so we could go from our backyard into the, yeah. Bloody hell. No, so when I was young, at 15 to, like, 19, living just... Around a surf couching, that's what it's called, isn't it? Couch yeah. surfing, yeah. Couch surf couching. <laughs> <laughs> you're couch surfing, yeah. Uh, yeah, like just when you're getting around, you're couch surfing, you're living in squats, you're just staying where you can stay, isn't yes. it? You hang out. Then I remember just thinking, oh, look, you've got to get your act together, you know, like a 18, <laughs> 19. So then I remember I'd moved in with my grandparents. Yep. And then when I'd moved out there, I, I talked to my friend Paul. Actually, then my friend Paul started dating my cousin. Okay. So then I had seen his sister around, do you know what I mean? Things okay. like that. I'd always liked Christina. She was very pretty. Uh-huh. Like I said, I, I didn't want to be gay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I would have preferred to had a girlfriend. And Did you know? We started, of course I knew I was gay. Okay. But I didn't, but you think you can change yourself. You think you can do things. Oh, I'll never do that again, isn't it? It's okay. like everything. We all do that. Yeah. You do yeah. it over cookies, I bet you. Yeah, it's like every time. You know, like you can't say I'm only going to have one. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. You think I you can? I don't know. Do you think you can change your life? Look, I was dating Christina. I, did I think there was ever going to marry her? Probably not at that stage. It was just my best friend was dating my cousin. I was dating his sister. The four of us were friends mm. that I've known my whole life. And next minute she got pregnant. 
And did you get married right after having the first? We got married within like 12 weeks of her get, getting wow. pregnant. Wow. That wasn't your choice, was it? Well, no, that's family. You okay. know, because Catholic, her Catholic family, my Catholic family. Mm. It's remember then too, I think my parents liked me a lot more because I was getting married. They were all happy. You know, like you can get caught up into shit, can't you? Sure, because they're 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 their idyllic version of what their son would be. What they're gonna yeah was coming true. Correct in this weird yeah. fantasy they'd built, right? Yeah. Okay. So you get married. So I had like a full on wedding with a ch- full thing with the church, and then a reception afterwards, and the, like the bride and groom walk in, and yeah. All right. Was any of that fun, or was it all forced? Do you know what the technically the boy I was probably in love with the most was a groomsman in my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, I was totally in, in love with him, but that's another story. That is yeah. okay. Yeah. So then you get married, you got kids, and you've moved out. Are you still with grandma at the time, or have you moved out into your own spot? That's what. It's only got that unit that I was telling you. That's behind a pub. You know, we've got to kick through and with the kid, and then Chris got pregnant again straight away. Like basically, wow. like yeah. So that's just kind of what happens. I I liked being a parent, so I loved my children. And the moment Jay was born, I remember loving my wife. Really? Correct, yeah, and 100% loved her. You know, strangely, I didn't really cheat on her. Like, later on, technically, we are probably married, but I was sleeping with... But but by then, she'd already put AVOs against me done horrible things, slept with other men, left me with children with no fuck. You know, like, so by, yeah. so technically, God yeah. probably says I cheated on my vows. But, <laughs> <laughs> but considering I was a 20-year-old kid that was horny as shit, yeah. I, I didn't cheat on her, yeah. So you're a 20-year-old gay man in a straight relationship and you're now, after this whirlwind of events, with three kids by yourself. Correct. How did you survive as a 20-year-old with three kids? A little. Like, I have no idea. You just do it. Yeah. It's just like anything in life. Yeah. yeah. I loved my kids. And by then, even though I might have been young, I'd been having babies for three years. So nappies, feeding, doing stuff. And I got a bit – I got crazy. I got into this whole organic situation. So I'd only cook organic food for my children. Then no okay. one had sugar. Everything was all – unprocessed food it's to go and protest with the kids down around sydney things like the kids in my backpack would protest against illegal wood chipping that was happening against countries like east timorese during those times was a yeah. big thing where australia was selling their helicopters while they were killing people but yeah i went to nelson mandela speak with my children when when he first got out of jail i think it was like 91 yeah. That makes so much sense as to why they are the way they are now. That that foundation of why they're good cho- why they're good people. Yes, I just say that to them, you can do I don't care what you do as long as you pay your taxes and you're not a burden on society. Just it's so a go the fuck out and do something <laughs> with your life. But I don't care if you whether you're a garbage collector or a painter or whatever, just don't hurt people and pay your taxes. Like everyone's got to do the right thing. Now to me, as I had a very stock standard upbringing until divorce and stuff happened, I think everyone's going through a divorce these days. Do you think your kids knew they were going through a very different upbringing to others? Or do you think you did a pretty good job of making it quite the normal? They don't know any different. No, they didn't know any different. Now, as they got older and they'd look, they think, well, you're right. We, they got that to live in a tent. We built our own house. We milked a cow. We, we yeah. live with no TV, no electricity. So the kids got to do that. But they also then got to – well, I was telling you earlier this morning, we made stages in the paddock with disco balls hung between trees while yeah. me and my girls did 
did the Spice Girls way. Our son used to have to be the music controller. <laughs> Thank God there's. I wish there was videos in those days. Yeah. I wish that, I would have loved to have had my kids as babies and me. I, I would look good in a crop top yeah. when I was in my <laughs> 20s. I had that put up there. Is you being the Spice Girls? Which Spice Girl were you? I had to be Ginger because I had red hair. I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Jay was sporty. Tegan was baby. Yeah. yeah. Would Zach get to be a Spice Girl? No, he, he, just, he just didn't. He was not into that yet, okay. at all. No matter how much we would have loved Zach as a four-year-old, a six-year-old, a ten-year-old to have stood up and danced with us and dressed, yeah. there was no way in hell. Yeah. He used to yeah. walk around a paddock as a three-year-old with a pair of cowboy boots, a pair of pants, no shirt, and an axe around his... Okay. <laughs> yeah, people said I was bad, so I gave my son an axe when he was like four. <laughs> I caught him stealing my axe as a four-year-old and okay. swinging it around, and that's really dangerous. So a little kid with a big axe and it's just out of control. Yeah. So I bought him a tiny little Tommy Hawk. We sharpened it. It stayed in a container, and he was only allowed to chop certain trees. Okay. And so he had to come out of the proper container. And yeah. Had, you know, so the, you taught him the safety with Correct, them. and right. how to stand, how you should hold the axe, and if you ever do anything other than that, yeah, like kick your sisters or chase, you know, like, <laughs> like you tell your family. Wait, how did you work and have three kids at the same time at 20? So when I went to school, I was a teacher's aide. Okay. So oh, I used to, so, so they I used to them do to that school, left them at the school? Well, no, they went to a different school okay. and then I drove. But years later, I remember Zach was playing football. My son was playing football against some kids that I was yelling at at a high school. And they said, wait until Sunday, we're going to break your son, you dirty yeah, oh, my God. Well, I think when I was 14 or 15, didn't like being told what to do by some long-haired hippie moron who was just a teacher's <laughs> aide, and I would have ripped into some kids. Yeah. One day we'd go down the street and the kids said, oh, look at that. Oh, my dad said, oh, he's a poof. And I said, well, how would your dad know? Does your dad sleep with him? I go, your dad must be a, a closeted gay person if your dad knows he's gay. Yeah. The next day at school, oh, the shit I had to go through. <laughs> the, parent, the dad was more worried that I accused him of being gay and because I was known as gay as well, yeah. they just... You know, by association, by association you didn't want to be... Oh, they healed. But I was more having a go at these kids saying, well... Who gives a shit if he's gay? And yes. I said, oh, so unless your dad's actually physically with slept him? with him, how does your dad know what that boy does? Yeah, he was I. gay because I used to see him at the local meetings. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm not telling the kids at school that. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, we don't condone outing people here unless it's for <laughs> get back at their kids. <laughs> no, but it was more having a go. I, I, I remember having to have a meeting at school saying that, oh, the rumours are going around about you are homosexual, and but don't worry, we support you 100%. And I went ballistic. Can you imagine me as a 28-year-old getting told that we know you're gay, but we're going to stand behind you, and parents have been talking? So yeah. times were different. Yes. I just can't get over how you made a career and had three kids at the same time, because you couldn't have put them in... We live in a lucky country that oh, helps people right. out. Yeah. Like... They never paid my rent or anything, but if I didn't get paid some weeks because if I was sick or mm. things happened, the government will top up a small amount of income. Yeah. My children get free education and medicine, so as long as they work hard and do well. Yeah. In this country, you can do anything, isn't it? Yeah, because you've been... I do nothing now. I'm unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I choose to be unemployed and yeah. walk around all day doing nothing with, do with three dogs and... I mean, you, get, you yeah. can say that because you've been through the absolute ringer and you've come out the other side. Andy, I've learned a lot from this episode. What have you learned? 
look, I think thank you to Tom for sharing such um, mm. personal stories. Um, but I think what we've learned is uh, is what a great father Tom is. And, and oh, Wayne, that's and what a load of shit. <laughs> if, if you've met Wayne and Tom's kids, they're amazing mm. humans, and I think they're anyone, nicer than me. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that's because well, I think their meanness has been divvied up three ways, so it, it comes across as less abrasive. Oh no, that's Jade's way meaner than me. <laughs> she doesn't have a nice smiley face though, so it's like, oh, I didn't even know I was just getting insulted. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, Andy. But I think anyone who thinks a same-sex couple can't raise children successfully just need to look at Wayne and Tom and their children and their mind will be changed. Yeah, straighties have got a lot to learn, don't that's they? It. Amen, baby. Don't forget to go follow Tom and Mikey on Instagram and Facebook at Tom and Mikey. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the gossip. It only gets hotter.